the, the slower the burn, the 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 bigger the <laughs> the bigger the what? <laughs> bigger the what, Seth? <laughs> What's big? <laughs> the bigger the what, Seth? <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of Romancing the Monsters. I'm Em. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And today we have another exciting episode for you to change things up. We are doing another one of uh, our catch up and chill episodes. So if this is your first one, um, how it works is essentially we just uh, chit chat about whatever we feel like chit-chatting about and we have a list each of us has a list of things movie tv shows books whatever that uh, we've been loving at the moment or that we're excited about that are coming out uh soon and then we discuss those things and uh yeah that's pretty much how it works who wants to start (laughs) i feel like this is always the question i am vetoing that it's not me It's Seth this time. Go, Seth. Why is it me? It's never you, Wes. You should start. <laughs> I feel like I'm in school and then they call my name because of my last okay, name. Okay, fine. It feels better. I can go first. Okay, so the first thing on my list is actually um, a book. And shockingly, there's no Turkish shows on my list this time oh, around. Oh, my God. I know, because a lot of I'm the ones that shocked. I'm watching right now are ongoing. So, like, I've kind of already talked about them. So it's just Or like... you're mad about them, so you don't want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's also true. That is true. So, the book that I'll be talking about right now is called Thirsty by Mia Hopkins. Ooh. Okay, so basically, in this book, um, we have a hero named Sal who's just gotten out of prison after being there for five years. Um, he went there for theft, um, like car theft and gang affiliations. So it was like his dad's gang that he was initiated into when he was in high school. And like, he's just been a part of it since, you know, he got caught when he was 19. So I think the book starts when he's 24 and he's trying to build his life after his time in prison. He's got like two jobs working as a janitor in a gym and also in a spa. And like, he's just trying to save enough money to have enough money for rent for when his brother comes out of prison as well in a few months. And um, he's just trying to, like, live a better life. He ends up living in a garage of this old lady on the same street that he used to live before, like, his parents are both dead. And, like, uh, he ends up living in the garage of this old lady. And also her granddaughter also lives with her um, and her daughter. And he's, like, had a crush on her since they were in high school. But, like, he never really acted upon it because, like, he's part of, like, the gang, obviously. And she's more of, like, the goody two-shoes girl that, like, he never wanted to you know, want, never wanted her to be part of, like, that gang life. But then she ends up starting to have feelings for him. And, like, obviously, like, there's their romance going on. Um, and he so- slowly starts to learn about life and, you know, what else is out there. Because, like, all he's ever really been exposed to was, like, the gang life. And I just thought this book was really unique because, one, it was told mainly in the male point POV. Like, it's only in his perspective. 
And he's also, like, dealing with a lot. Like, he has anxiety. Like, he's had it since he was, like, a child. But, like, being in prison, it just made it amplified and it worsened in jail. And I just thought it was really interesting to see such, like, I guess you would think he would be, like, a strong, macho, like, I just came out of prison type of guy. But, like, he was struggling with so much. And, like, his journey was, like, really interesting to read about. I really liked that aspect that it was just in his perspective. That's interesting, though. I feel like it's a trend that's that's sort of starting of like having books strictly in the males POV, which is very different because like, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but way back when I first started reading like full on adult romances, it was like the trend was mostly to just have the book in the females POV. Like we rarely yeah. got the guys POV back then. And then slowly over the years, it became more and more popular to have like dual POVs. Yeah. So I find it really interesting because, you know, there's that book. And I feel like I've heard about two other books re- recently that were also strictly in the male's POV. So that's going to be interesting. Like, I, I wonder how it's going to change romance or or even like how the stories are told, right? Because you're in a guy's head for the whole book and they yeah. think differently and they experience love differently, you would think. So yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, that's interesting, actually. We should try and read one of those for, for the podcast. I agree. And like for this one, I... I was in the mood for a book that just had um, a male POV, so I kind of went searching, and I couldn't really find anything that striked my interest, but then I ended up on TikTok, and I was just, like, watching videos, and then Katie Roberts, the author, Mm -hmm. um, she just had, like, recommendations. She's like, if you're looking for books in male POVs, here's, like, two books that I I recommend, and I was like, it's like TikTok knew that I needed this. And yeah, so I got it off of her recommendation. And honestly, if you're looking for a good second chance romance, not second chance romance, but second chance at life, Mm. I really recommend this book. And the second book is going to be The Brother, and he's more like bad boy. So I'm excited. I'm I'm probably going to read it because he seems interesting. He made an appearance at the end of the book because he came out of jail early, but like he still seems like a troublemaker. Do you think like... um the book needed a girl's point of view like did you feel like it was missing or oh that's a good question um I don't necessarily think it needed her perspective because it was his journey and like his Mm -hmm. battle for like a better life Mm -hmm. and like she was more of like an accessory to like not I hate saying accessory but like she was more of like I don't know what the word is I'm looking for but she wasn't she was along for the journey and it was his yeah yeah. yeah, like she complimented his journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was really needed because she still had a big presence in it, but it was very much his story and his journey and about his growth. But I also think like it could be super romantic to be in the head of a guy as he's falling in love with a woman, like of seeing yeah. how much she loves her type yeah. of thing. Like that could be really cool because like the whole appeal, at least for me, of like being in strictly the girl's mind was that oftentimes the male lead was, like, super mysterious, right? So, like, you never really knew what was going on on his side of things, you know? And that was exciting because it was like, ooh, he's dark and mysterious, and I don't know, does he love her? Does he not? (laughs) You know? So I feel like the flip side could be really interesting and probably very romantic. So mm-hmm. No, I like male POVs. I kind of get sad when I don't see it in books, but... Like at all? Like not even a duel? Is yeah. That what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. Who's next? I'll go. <laughs> okay, so for my first choice, 
it's uh, Mr. West by R.J. Lewis. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Um, I really love this author. I feel like she's, like, really underrated. Yeah. Um, so this one's about, uh, it's about Aiden West, and he's, like, this arrogant, rich asshole, um, the type that's an asshole with, like, everyone, and, like, <laughs> he meets the, he meets the heroine, and, you know, he falls in love, and so basically, um, he had, like, a really rough childhood. Um, he was raised by his grandmother. And that's one of the things that I loved about this book was the relationship he had with his grandmother. So whenever he had moments of, like, a weakness where he felt like he was going to go back to, like, his destructive ways, he would text her and call her and, like, ask her, remind me. And she would uh, <gasps> she would tell him, like, you know, you're good. You're a good person. You're not going to go back. You are loved. Mm. And that's one thing that I really loved about this story. Um, and then we have the heroine where she's separated from her husband and they've gone through something like really traumatic as well. And like, she's kind of stuck in this abusive, he's like emotionally abusive. So basically, you know, the Aiden and Ivy, the, the heroine, they meet, um, they're on an airplane, they meet and they like, they have like this like really good chemistry. And then the guy finds out that she's married. He backs off and then like he kind of can't stay away from her. So he finds her on Facebook and, you know, they start this friendship. I love how normal that is. Like, yeah, someone on Facebook. On Facebook <laughs> I literally yeah. never read that in a book before. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, that's kind of how people do it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's, I guess it's weird because he's like this rich guy you would think like he would find her number somehow. But he look, he makes a Facebook and he, you know, befriends her and like calls her on there and stuff. Wait, um, does he make a Facebook to find her on Facebook? Yeah, he does. I don't know if that's creepy or cute. Um, I, I'm leaning more towards creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. Um, another thing this book touched upon is uh, like trauma bond. I don't know if you guys heard of that that term. That was this was the first time I've heard it. It's when um, someone experiencing abuse develops like an attachment to her abuser. So her her husband is really, I don't know how much I should say about the story. Do you think it'll like spoil? No, go ahead. Uh, What in case someone wants to read it? We can't spoil it. Well, a person who wants to read it, just uh, don't listen for five minutes. Because I want to (laughs) know. So um, she was pregnant. She had a miscarriage. And instead of her husband being there for her, you know, being patient, he just thought about himself and his what he lost and he just wanted sex and if he didn't get it from her he ended up cheating on her <gasps> while she was going through that wow. you know that whole process of grief oh, and like they're they're very toxic wow. i don't know i love it because the guy the main hero he's very he's an asshole with everybody but with the girl he's very sweet he's patient Man, why he helps is my her. favorite he doesn't he doesn't want to like he doesn't rush her he's like we're friends whenever you're ready mm. you know i don't know it's just it's a really good story um i just hate that i kind of ended like on a cliffhanger usually i don't mind cliffhangers but this one was pretty it got me so and i feel like with that author you don't necessarily know when the next one's coming out right no she just released the first chapter of the second book this morning oh. to kind of oh, hold okay. us off so, so maybe not that long book. Of a wait, because I feel like she drops books kind of whenever, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. man, is it gonna be a duology or is there like? It's just yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. All right, so. I might check that out when the second book comes out. 
So my first pick is I'm kind of cheating with this one. Oh no. <laughs> because I'm putting on my list a series of okay. which I've read the first two books. And I loved the first two books. So I've decided that I'm allowed to put the whole series on there. So this series is the You made the executive ha- decision. I did. I did. <laughs> okay. Um you're just going to have to end your me talking about these books for like 15 minutes because I have two books to talk about in one. So <laughs> oh my god. I'll try to be quick about it, okay? Um anyway, so the series is The Mating Habits of Scoundrels by Vivian Lorett, I think is how Oh, I do like that name. author. Uh, yeah, she's really fun. And so essentially the premise of the series as a whole is that you have these like three debutantes um, in London high society, obviously, um, who come together to write a book about the habits of scoundrels because one of their friends um, has been seduced and ruined by one of them. So they're like, we're going to write this book. We're going to figure out everything, how they work, blah, blah, blah. They kind of treat them as like animals in like a zoo. <laughs> it's really funny. And um, they're like, we're going to write this book for every other debutante. So like, we'll never be ruined again type of thing. Or like, oh. we'll know what to expect, you know? Um, anywho, the series as a whole, if I can just like give you um, a taste of what it's like, essentially Vivian Lawrence writing for the series, this, it's the only series of hers I've ever read. So I don't know about her other books, but mm-hmm. if you're like looking for humor, good banter, if you're looking for low angst stories, like it's kind of the, the, the type of story that you just cruise along with type of thing. You know what I mean? Like there's not a whole lot of drama. It's kind of just, yeah. You're with the characters and they're kind of doing their own thing and you're just following along and, you know, like that type of story. Definitely try them out. But if I um, can dive into each of the book now, uh, the first (laughs) book is called Lord Holt Takes a Bride. And the premise of this book is that um, so you have the heroine who is Winnie. And um, she's like an heiress of like a really huge fortune. And she's arranged to be married to this lord who she doesn't want to marry, but she feels like that's her only option, right? Um, And meanwhile, her friends um, kidnap (laughs) Lord Holt (laughs) because they're like, oh, we found a scoundrel in the wild. So like, we'll we'll kidnap him. And so they do, and without telling Winnie, obviously, and um, they bring him to, like, this, I don't know, this place, this abandoned uh, building type of thing, and they, like, question him about, like, his ways, um, and Winnie arrives, and, like, he doesn't know who they are, whatever. It's a whole thing. And they eventually release him because they're like, I can't believe we just did that. That was a mistake. (laughs) Um, But obviously... uh, I think it's like the the next week, um, you know, Lord Holt is like, I ain't gonna let this slide. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> take my revenge. How do they kidnap him? Do they like like drug him, hit him? Yeah, or how are they I able think, to kidnap I, yeah, him? Yeah, I think they dr- potentially drug him or hit him. Like they're working with one of the girls, um, Jane's cousin, who's like kind of like the, the brute kind of character. So like... He, I think he might have hit him or something, and then they drag him into their carriage and <laughs> whatever. I, it's a whole thing. It's really, really funny. Um, okay. Anyways, and so a week later, um, Lord Holt is like, I'm going to kidnap Winnie as, like, revenge. 
But what he doesn't know is that Winnie, it's the day of her wedding, and she's like, I ain't doing this. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so she gets cold feet and she runs away. Where does she run to? His carriage. Because she thinks that, because like Jane uh, like arranges this whole plan for her to escape on her wedding day. Um, and it involved um, her cousin being in a carriage waiting for Winnie, except Winnie goes in the wrong carriage because the cousin is not even there in the end. So she gets into Lord Holt's carriage and she thinks he's the cousin. Anyway, it's a whole thing. It's really funny. And then from there, like kind of evolves this like whole um, kind of a road trip book, I guess you could say, because they're kind of um, trying to get road somewhere. Tripping. Yeah, so there's a it's a road trip. There's like the whole trope where they fake being married at one point. Um, Ooh, you know, because it's a unmarried lady with a, an unmarried man in the countryside is like not done. So yeah. it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, and then the the second book, which is called My Kind of Earl, is Jane's book, and this one, ladies and gents, is a Tarzan retelling. In wait, wait, historical wait, like romance, a Tarzan retelling. Like you Tarzan heard that right. from the jungle? Yeah. Okay, like, okay, I'm going to read this book as soon as I finish. I was so excited. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> so, so Jane is like the scientist of the group. She's like the mastermind be behind it all. Like, she was the one who proposed writing a book. She's really the one leading it. Like, the, the other girls were just kind of doing it because Jane was into it. But like, Jane is really into it. So what she does at the beginning of her book is that she goes to a brothel because she's like, she sneaks into one because she's like, I'm going to observe these wild animals oh my <laughs> in God. their natural habitat. <laughs> and obviously that doesn't quite work for her because Raven, who is our hero, which is a very sexy name, um, walks in mm -hmm. and like finds her and he's like, what is this? girl doing in this brothel um so anyway it wait pause yes does he have raven dark hair he does but the reason why he's called raven and that's a huge part of the plot um is because he has a birthmark in the shape of a raven and that starts the whole premise of the book because um uh jane sees the birthmark and she's like i've seen this before and so she's like convinced that she can find because raven is actually an orphan is oh. what she learns but she's like i've seen this birthmark before before i and and so she's like the whole story is essentially the two of them trying to figure out his like lost heritage oh. of like where they saw the raven birthmark and stuff anyway okay, don't tell like, me though no 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 I, that's literally the beginning of the book okay. like, that's that's kind of the journey that they go on okay. together is just figuring out who he really is um anyway i i really enjoyed both books it's just i don't know sometimes it's fun to have like a book that really doesn't have that much angst or drama you're just yeah. like yeah just enjoying yeah. it for the banter and you know the the fun dynamics between the characters so so yeah it's good um i saw i just checked the third one is coming soon or it, yeah. is, has it already released no it's coming out this year uh in like j july i think june oh. july so yeah i'm excited for that that's the third one probably the last one because i don't think that that the fourth girl is getting a book why um, yeah uh, because she's not really in the books it's mostly mm. just the three of them because the fourth one that was ruined 
um was kind of is is in the country being like hidden away so okay i don't think she's getting a book but the 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 third one um i think uh essentially it's like a the girl has been in love with her um neighbor her whole life but he was never interested in her and then in walks like a different man and she's like what the hell i thought i was in love with this other man but then here you are and like i think she's trying to like not you know, fall in love with him, but we'll probably fall in love with him. So that's going to be exciting. Interesting. Too. No, I actually, the series ch- sounds really intriguing. No, it's fun. It's it's really fun. Like if you like the banter of Julia Quinn's with a, a close knit group of friends like Lisa Claypass, uh, mm-hmm. like her Wallflower series and like the humor, I guess, of like a Tessa Dare, I feel like this is yeah. what you're getting. I've read one of her series. I think it was, um, it's open still. Oh, okay. It's Seasons Original. And so, like, the first book was called The Debutante is Mine. But, like, my favorite in that series was called This Earl is on Fire. It was, like, for some reason, it was my this favorite. This Earl it was, like, is on fire. I know. I know. Every time I, <laughs> I read it, I just sing that in my head. I hate it and I love it when they have titles that, like, are clearly inspired by a song because it's like I can't read the title without having the song I in my know. head. <laughs> Anyways, what were you saying? No, I was just saying um, that it has the whole um, bringing the hero back from the you know brink of death trope. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, and I loved it. I thought that book was so good. So yeah, I really want to check out this other series by her. Nice. Well, I definitely want to check out her other series now because yeah. It's, no, it's try the series I read. I actually really enjoyed those books, but the second one was my favorite. There was a character in the second book who is like um who 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 is clearly a character from a different series, but it's from her uh, matchmaker series. So I was like, "Ooh, I'm definitely going to read that guy's book cuz oh. hello." <laughs> so yeah. Anywho, I I feel like I did that pretty quick. Thank you very much. Yeah, you actually did a really good <laughs> job. Did. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for praising me. <laughs> All right. What's the second one on your list, Steph? Um, it's just going to be a really brief mention because, um, you know, we have a whole two episodes on it. And that is A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. Like I said, we're, we have two episodes upcoming. Is it upcoming or is this before? It's upcoming. It's like upcoming. the next episode after this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So next so- week. <laughs> Yeah, next week you'll get the first part of um, our long-ass discussion. Yeah. (laughs) I guess if it's on your list, it's kind of a spoiler. Oh, 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 yeah. But I'm not going to go in depth. I was just going to say that, you know, we've been dying for this book for three or four years. And, like, we finally got our Nessian book. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to say that I loved this, you know, revisiting the world. That, you know, we all came to love in Akatar and Akamath and Akawar. And what's mm-hmm. the other one? Akko Fast. Fast. Yeah, I just loved revisiting the characters and the new ones. And, like, yes, the story. Spoiler. I did enjoy the book overall. Um, yeah. I just, like, it's just a book that really touched me. And it could be triggering, um, you know, if you're, you know, if you know, depression is one of your triggers. Other mental health conditions could be a trigger. Um, but yeah, overall, it was very good. Um, 
I just like, you know, I couldn't stop crying in parts and laughing in others and fanning myself um, at the rest of the book. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for a really good fantasy book, but you have to be, I think you, we've already discussed this in the episodes, but you probably had to have read the previous 3.5 oh, yeah, books for sure. in order to enjoy this book. But yeah, it just has like everything that I could have wanted for Nesta and Cassian. And that's it. And who knows? Maybe on the next Catch Up and Chill, there will be Crescent City on your list. Who knows? Exactly. Exactly. Maybe. Are you planning on reading it soon already? Uh, Yeah, I really do want to read it. But what had happened was I ended up picking up We Hunt the Flame by Hafsa Faisal. Oh, yeah. Before. um, Because, I don't know, I just ended up picking it up because I had it there. And I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood for some brown characters. I'm dying. This Like, I can't spoil it. Obviously, I won't. Um, Just... I just want to say that it has everything that you could ever want in it, Marge, and I'm pretty sure you two as. Mm. Nice. The the male lead. Uh-huh. That's all you need to say. I wish you could see her facial expression. Yeah. It just it says everything. She said a lot with just her facial <laughs> expression. So delicious, scrumptious, hot. dark. <laughs> Tortured Did I say soul? delicious? <laughs> Tortured soul, like oh, doesn't yes. see value in life, or like doesn't mm-hmm. see value in like a life for Ooh. himself, and love is forbidden for him. And who is is it? Young adult, yeah, young adult. And there's two books only. Um, in you know, I guess it's not a series, but in the duology, it's only two books. Um, but yeah, and like the girl is amazing too, Zafira. Like I just like the characters. I'm only like halfway through, but everyone's so well developed so far, and like the writing is really beautiful. That wasn't on my list, but clearly I mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> this was an honorable, honorable it mention. It was that fan art of uh, Nasir that set me over the edge. It was I the fan handle. art for me too. It's always the goddamn fan art. Like it I'm always, always like oh, I'm so over YA. Like I just I always feel like there should be sex in these. <laughs> same but then i see like a gorgeous fan art that i'm that is like full of longing and yearning for each other and i'm like all right i'm gonna read this one i guess yeah (laughs) i will say though this one is like hella slow burn like i mean is that not how we like them no i know it's how i love them but like i just didn't know like there's like no we should come up with like a saying the slowest the burn the The slower the burn the 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 bigger the <laughs> the bigger the what the bigger the what sir what's big the bigger the what sir <laughs> I don't even know anyways moving on <laughs> right yes what's next um the second book on my list is the invisible life of Addie LaRue Ooh. by B.E. Schwab I love this book like, I love it. I really, really, really love it. Um, this was actually my first book by this author. I had started her Vicious. It's Vicious? Oh, that, her okay, Villains yeah. book. Mm-hmm. But I stopped it because of school and all that. And I haven't gone back to it. But yeah. um, So basically, it's about Addie LaRue. Um, she lives in this small town, this small village. And she basically wants to see the world. She wants to explore and... But her family expects her to get married, to have kids, to die there without having a chance to see the outside. Um, So basically, she makes a deal with, like, the devil. Um, There's this quote in the beginning. Let me read it because I really, really love it. Um, Is is the love interest the devil? I believe he is, yes. (gasps) Okay, yeah. 
I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm on board. So there's this, <laughs> there's this quote in the beginning that just plays a part in, in her decision and all that. It says, the old gods may be great, but they are neither kind nor merciful. They are fickle, unsteady as moonlight on water or shadows in a storm. If you insist on calling them, take heed, be careful what you ask for, be willing to pay the price, and no matter how desperate or dire, never pray to the gods to answer after dark. So this girl was desperate, desperate, and she ends up praying to to the gods to help her because she's she's basically kind of forced to marry some like a widower. It's her wedding night, and she's just like she wants to run, she doesn't want this to happen, but she's being forced to. So uh, she runs off and she just starts praying to any of the gods and hoping one of them answers. And then she doesn't notice that it's starting to get dark. Mm. And one of the gods that answers is is basically like the devil, the darkness or whatever. And That's um, such a cool concept, though, that like depending on the time of day, it's like different gods that answer type yeah. of thing. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because she has to, in order for the gods to answer, she kind of needs to give them like, like a little present I guess like a little trinket she's just praying and praying and this god comes this darkness and um she basically has to trade her soul in order for her to live and he grants it you know you can live however long you want um but when you're done living your life you need to give me your soul so she agrees to that but by her agreeing to that everybody that she's that she knows or come across or comes across no one remembers her like, they'll see her, and they'll look away, and then they'll come back and look at her, and they won't remember she was there. And they'll be like, well, who Whoa. are you? That's so sad. So, yeah, so that she kind of lives her life like that, and it's just, it's a little sad. It's um, kind of being invisible in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And she's very lonely. Um, but it's a good story. You get you you get a lot. But obviously, the one who never forgets her is the devil himself, right? <laughs> Is there a romance though, or it's, is it? There's, yeah, but it's not considered a romance. I guess everybody doesn't consider it a romance, but there is. Like, yeah, this author of does that quite often, though. I remember her mm-hmm. other series. Yeah, I feel like from what I've heard of the book, I feel like it could potentially be comparable to like a story like Katura and Lord Death, where it's not technically a romance, mm-hmm. but it's a romance. <laughs> And when I was reading, I f- it's I felt like a vibe uh-huh. that kind of reminded me a little bit. Really? Okay. There's there's like a vibe there. So I think huh. if you girls read it, I think you guys will enjoy it. And I feel like the the the, the setting of the story in the very beginning is like kind of cool. Like it's like friends, sixteen hundred or something like that. And then obviously it moves forward in time, but like. It's kind of a cool place and time. Like, I can't say I've read many books set in France in 1600s, so. Yeah. Question S. Did you cry? Because I see so many TikToks of, like, people crying their eyes out. Yeah. No. I I was expecting to cry. Because everybody hyped up the, I guess, the end of it. And they're they're just like, (laughs) oh, I cried. And I don't know if you've seen those TikToks where Uh they're reading, like, the last couple chapters. And, like, you see the reaction of it. I didn't cry. I felt I I didn't cry. There were moments before where mm-hmm. my eyes got, you know, my eyes watered. Yeah. Um but not at the end or at the beginning how everybody kind of like I guess it depends. Okay. But I didn't cry. Would you recommend it though? I would, definitely. Okay. I mean, obviously if it's yeah. on your list. 
Yeah. <laughs> the audiobook was good too. Oh, okay. Because I was going to yeah. do the audiobook and I wasn't sure if it was good. So, okay. That's yeah, good. no. That's good. I okay. really like the audiobook. So, definitely give it a try. So, hopefully, girls like it. All right. Well, the next book on my list, which again, I'm kind of cheating because it's technically a series, (laughs) technically a trilogy, but it's all about the same people. So I'm not going to go into like the plot of each book. Um, I'm not even going to go into the plot of any book. Um, I'm just going to like explain the world mostly. Um, So the series is the Catalina, well, I can't even say her name. That's a great start, Marge. Catalina Baylor series or trilogy, I guess, by Ilona Andrews. Um, So last year I read the um, Nevada Baylor series or trilogy by them and I really liked it. Um, But then Catalina is essentially her little little sister who has now taken over um, the investigation company that they've got like it's like a family thing um and anyway so in this world there's like mages um who everyone has like really interesting powers but it's how it works is like you have families that are like really powerful and like have you know really are really rich and you know even go through like dna to figure out the best matches so that the offsprings are like as powerful as possible and stuff so like it's very sterile (laughs) i guess you could say (laughs) Um, anyway, and, and Catalina is, um, and, and, like, the whole Baylor family, essentially, is, like, a new house, um, and her power is, she's, like, a siren, so, like, she can use her voice to, like, entrance and, like, control people, um, but obviously she kind of both loves but hates her power because she's never been able to have relationships with people other than her family because she never knows if it's like or at least back when she was little she she didn't know if it was like her powers just affecting people or Mm -hmm. and like the thing is that people become so obsessed with her because of her power that it becomes literally dangerous like they will kill her because they love her so much like it's so like uh, anyway it's really cool how it works um and in walks the beautiful alessandro who is is from a really rich house in Spain. And um, essentially at the very end of the Nevada Baylor uh, trilogy, they have to go through like a trial type of thing to prove that they are, what's the name? I don't know. I don't remember the name of uh, primes. Primes are like the top-notch mages. So they have to go tr- through trials to prove that they're prime so that they can become a house type of thing, I think. Anyway, and the guy that's there to prove um, Catalina's powers and that she's a prime is Alessandro. Oh. And obviously, he's like the one person who's immune to her powers, you know? Of course he is. So... The whole premise of their trilogy together, the, the last book is not out yet, so I've only read the first two, but um, essentially they kind of have to pair up to investigate some of these things, and uh, let me tell you that the sexual tension between those two is great. Wait, so there's no <laughs> sex yet? Oh, you, no, no, no. There, there is sex in these books. Okay, okay, um, okay. So no, no, like, yeah, wait, yeah. you're talking about sexual yeah, yeah. tension? I mean, there's sexual tension and sexual chemistry and like it, it, 
it goes further than just after they have sex you know what i mean like, yeah it, true it's kept up you know so so and like it's kind of <clears throat> forbidden like we can't be together but we want to be together because obviously okay. he's from spain and she's not and uh she made like a bargain that with someone or a promise i guess that like um anyway i'm not gonna get into it because it's kind of spoilery but okay at Nihu, just know that the tension and the chemistry and just the will they won't they can they can they not is <laughs> killing me and i'm very excited for the next book which is coming out next year i think which is oh damn <laughs> is this considered like uh urban fantasy or yeah. pnr uh urban it's fantasy. urban fantasy but like and now that i'm reading because i'm actually currently reading the kate daniels series by Ilona andrews um mm. it's definitely more romantic than the kate daniels series which the kate daniels series oh. has romance but like yeah. in the in the nevada baylor series uh, trilogy why do i keep saying series in the Nevada Baylor trilogy and the Catalina Baylor trilogy, um, obviously it's focused on like the main female character, but yeah. the romance is like through all three books. Like it's not like it's a side thing. It's very, very present. So, mm. yeah. But the Nevada Baylor series is good too. Um, it has a very hot uh, hero named uh, 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 Rogan. <laughs> What's his first name, though? Because I'm so used to calling him Rogan. But what's his first name? Conrad? No. Connor. Connor Rogan. No, it's not Connor Rogan. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's He's okay. Very hot. <laughs> He's very, very hot. That's all you need to know. <laughs> but, like, Alessandro is, like, the... He's, like, younger because, like, Catalina is younger. He's younger, too. He's kind of, like, he poses as the, like, rich boy that's like on yachts and like has girls all over him and like is all oh. over the world and stuff so like that's his like personality but like is it question mark and then rogan is like the dark mysterious kind of recluse type of character that you like, okay just, like, i like very yummy characters. very very yummy and mm -hmm. he's older obviously so anyway anyways so <laughs> okay. i love it <laughs> I'm excited. You don't get confused because I feel like you're reading a lot of Ayanna Andrews. You don't get confused between like mix up between the series. Um, well, sometimes I do get confused, mostly just not about the characters because their characters are very distinct from each other, I would say. But mostly in like the, the worlds, because sometimes mm -hmm. I kind of wonder if perhaps the two worlds are connected, but then not really because... I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but there are things in the Kate Daniel world that happen that are don't yeah. happen in the other world. So I don't know. They're different enough, but they are similar in some ways for sure. Okay. Because it's urban fantasy both ways. So yeah. Does this author do um, the Faded Mates trope? Mm, not yet, but I okay. have heard rumblings about the spinoff series from the Kate Daniel series that might be. Oh, okay, okay. Type of thing. So we'll see. But no, she they they kind of go for because it's like an author duo for people that don't know. It's a husband and wife duo, which is so cute and so I fun, and that. I love those the most. This is a, this is the author that's two. That's yeah, husband and it's wife. a husband oh. and a wife writing together. It's that's really cute. That's so cute. Um, which is like goals in life. Like, I hello. know. <laughs> yeah. Hello. It's very cute. I love All it. right. Um. So I guess this is a good segue into my next book um and it's by another husband and wife duo tiffany roberts um called shielded heart 
So, as you girls know, I wasn't too invested with the overall plot. Um, mm-hmm. I got intrigued by other things. Um, but let me just give you an overall <laughs> plot of... <laughs> That's a, so. that's a very vague way of putting it. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were interesting by Okay, things, okay, okay. Sure. So, this book um, is set in the future where humans migrate to different planets. Um, and in this book, we have Samantha, who's fleeing to another planet um, because of her abusive ex. So, she's trying to escape, like, her abusive psycho ex. Um, and one day on this new planet that she settled on to, she's looking for a job. And, um, so apparently the government gives migrators or I guess people who decide to move planets, um, a certain amount of money, um, to get you started. Uh, so she's more or less scared that that money's going to run out before she can find a job. So she's on her way finding a job. Um, and while she's out, she's not really having luck on finding jobs because she's human and everyone else is like underestimating her and all that stuff and she ends up it's really sad she ends up falling and getting trampled um but is saved by this hot ass alien who Mm -hmm. by the way has been watching her like i don't know this alien world has some high-tech gadgets and uh technology and he's just been like looking for a human mate for himself, and he sees that a human woman has settled on the planet that he's living on. So he's like, "Yep, yeah, I want her." Oh. Um, <laughs> um, so his name Arcanthus, but he's undercover and he's going by a different name. Um, it's kind of insta love, but I just appreciate how these authors. Um, just basically how extreme they make their aliens. Like, <laughs> they seriously just, you know, leave this, you know, this galaxy. I mean, they so are the ones speak. that created created the octopus men. Yeah, yes. So. They're the ones that did the Kraken series, which we have yeah. a video. You know, I talked about it in our TikTok. Um, yeah, so this one, to be honest, so the reason why I picked this book up... <laughs> Um, I was intrigued by an art that Tiffany had posted on their Facebook um, of, yes, um, S is doing, yes, um, this action. Gestures. <laughs> um, yeah, she posted this art in her Facebook, and I was like, you know what? And then she's like, oh, if you wanted to see more, um, and uh, what is it, NSFW arts, um, go on our page. Not safe for work? Yeah. Like, you know, really 18 plus type stuff. Um <laughs> She's like, click on the link and then just, you know, confirm your age and go check it out. So it's like, oh, all right. You know, I'm just curious. I don't know why I'm curious. It's just like, you know, I clicked it. And then, (laughs) (laughs) girl, don't try to pretend like (laughs) (laughs) you're like, oh, I don't know. I just clicked on the link. You clicked on the link. (laughs) You wanted to see. Don't act like you just stumbled upon the image. (laughs) (laughs) okay fine yes i I wanted to see alien dick so i clicked it okay (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways i clicked it and like the art was amazing it was beautiful it was perfect um it was it really was so if you want to know what his dick look like looks like let me just um explain it to you so basically he has a dick and then (laughs) It can separate into four separate segments that kind of, like, move on their own. Like, think tentacles, but, like, attached to someone's, you know. 
Is it like a flower, like a flower opening a little bit? No, it's like they kind of like move on their own. Like, it's like. Oh my God, that gesture was. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. 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 So like, I think you guys just all need to read the scene where like she's giving him a blowjob because it was just like. (gasps) I don't even know. Anyways. So basically. It's just. <laughs> I'm like scarring you girls. But I'm telling you, it was I think hot, I am okay? scarred right now. It was the hot. Hell? And he has a tail and he actually uses it for the things that they should be used for. We do love tail play. That- <gasps> I appreciate that. Yes. What the hell? So- now that you said she was giving you a, bl- a blowjob and that thing just opened up in her throat, I'm. No, scared. it didn't open up in her throat. <laughs> it opens up before, but you have to hold the base. And then it, like, goes together. And, like, his dick is very, like, bumpy and, like, ridged. And, like, you know, it's... I just love that Uh alien dicks are always made for the receiver's optimal pleasure. (laughs) Always. Always. (laughs) So, I think I need to see the um, fan art again. Okay. Uh, Do you want me to send it to you? Because I still have it. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Send it to me, Sam. I want to see it again. (laughs) Okay, let me send it. You Um... are exposing yourself. (laughs) I can't believe she started this all like innocent like oh i just wanted to click turns out she still yeah. has the art <laughs> it's not because I, okay this is just like i'm digging myself a deeper hole at this point so i'll just stop talking <laughs> um can i just say that i love that they themselves commissioned this art because like they know they they clearly know how to sell a book yeah they do, and I honestly appreciate that their aliens are actually aliens. Aliens, yeah. Um, and like they're hot, and like she, like not she, they make them so like attractive. Because mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I would never have thought an octopus man <clears throat> I would deem attractive. You know, like that. First of all, as I said before, it was a book. I just needed a book to get me out of my reading mm-hmm. slump. Um. Mm-hmm. And that one did it. And I actually was attracted to an octopus man. (laughs) Who knew? I feel like everyone knew. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I think no one is surprised. Oh, boy. I feel like I'm not yet at the point where I could be reading about an octopus man. But never say never, right? Never say never. Wait, you didn't read it? No, I didn't. I didn't. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yet being the will. keyword. I honestly think you should try it out. I mean, if it's on our official TikTok page, I honestly think as a member of Romancing the Monsters, as a host, you need to be uh, reading this. That's my yeah. homework. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I just, I'm not ready yet, but I will be ready eventually, for sure. Okay. It's just you know, it's a little scary, those tentacles. Can I tell you something? I'll tell you something. Okay, so basically, as I was looking for that fan art... <laughs> Um, I came across, you know, that video when I, (laughs) I took, um, explaining how certain sexual organs and how you pleasure them in a certain book that we will not mention. I have Mm -hmm. the video of me going like this, Mm -hmm. you know, like clapping Mm -hmm. my, like putting my fingers back, uh, making a claw. Mm -hmm. Do you know what book I'm talking about? The book that shall not be named. (laughs) Oh, don't talk about it. Don't bring it up. (laughs) Why? What was was there something similar in the in the Kraken book? 
No, you just didn't remember? No, oh. man. I'm telling you, the Krakens, they have a dick and, like, special things on top of the the actual member that, you know, where well, it needs see? to be. See? And, and I'm not going to get into it, but I am going to get into it. That's the my issue with the book that shall not be named. It's like, we're used to sci-fi where these aliens, as you said, are just perfectly made to pleasure a human woman. Yeah. And that one wasn't. And I was like, I'm not... I'm not here for this. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. That was enough about me talking about my alien <laughs> fetish. I cannot believe I spent <laughs> over 10 minutes talking about this. I love it when you talk about your alien fetish. It makes it, me feel it, not it alone. It deserved so. 10 How did minutes? I become the alien <laughs> fetishizer when it was always us? When it's all I don't us. know. <laughs> We're just throwing you under the bus. We're just yeah. using you as a shield to hide ourselves. <laughs> Anyways, right. um, this is great. Try to try um, to try to change the subject. <laughs> I'll try. Um, for the next one, it's it's gonna be a show. Ooh. Um, it's the Ginny and Georgia show on Ooh, Netflix. Yeah. Seth watched it. Um, it's, I don't know how, should I? I have no idea what this show is, by the way. No? Never heard of um, it. It's on Netflix called Genie and Georgia. It's about this mom and daughter and son that moved to this new town to, you know, start fresh um, after their stepdad ends up dying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And they moved to this new town. They, um... They make new friends. So basically, it's about it's about Ginny, the daughter. Um, she starts high school. She ends up making friends. And this is kind of like her first time having, like, being a part of a group of friends. Because um, they're constantly moving. Yeah. Um, so you get, you know, the whole teenage angst and, you know, drama and Ginny trying to find her, um, basically trying to discover herself. So kind of like a coming of age story. Yeah. On her part. But like she's also struggling with like her own identity because she is a mixed child. She's half black, Mm. half white. And it's like that struggle of like, where do I belong type of thing Mm -hmm. also comes into the narrative. Yeah. And then we have the mom where she's just like the type that's like really out there. Um, I feel like she was like a really good mom. I love Georgia. Yeah. um, She was very... I don't know how would you describe her like very she still like had good rules and like good I guess life lessons to live by like with her children even though she she did a lot of like questionable things like she had like a really a really rough childhood as well um a really rough childhood and she just kind of fended for herself her whole life like she just found ways to take care of herself she did a lot of questionable things but with good intentions <laughs> questionable <behind> things <laughs> for her kids you know um yeah um there was there's like uh i don't know i wouldn't call this like uh i guess like it was mysterious in the way like there was like certain deaths a certain death that occurred and you know there was an investigation going on um when i first started i thought it was gonna be like a little cheesy i thought it was gonna be more like gilmore girls because everyone kept talking about oh yeah it's like a young mom with a teenage daughter and like yeah it's like gilmore girls but it was nothing like gilmore girls no Mm -hmm. and i like i appreciate that 
But I, all I just want to say is Joe and Georgia are endgame. They have to be endgame. Yes. I just wanted to add to your uh, Ginny and Georgia is that I love that there's actually, you know, a brown, like Joe is like brown. He's Guyanese. So like represent um, to the fellow Guyanese people. I was just really excited because I was like, I knew him from Degrassi. And then when I saw him on the show, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's gotten hotter. How is that possible? Um, so, like, yeah, I just love that there's, like, a Guyanese lead that everyone's lusting after. Like, it just, like, it feels good to be represented. Even though he wasn't playing technically a Guyanese man, he was still playing, like, an Indian. I mean, he doesn't really say his nationality. I don't think he ever did. It's just, like, he's a Guyanese man on screen. So I just thought it was um, really exciting. My brother watched it. Yeah? He came up to me, he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, have you seen Ginny and Georgia? I was like, wait a minute, I was like, you watch it? He's like, yeah, he's like, I binged it. He's like, I, I hope there's a second season. I want so there to really be a second it. season too, but like, just delete the last episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just didn't want, it just felt like it really the random. Sorry, uh, like, Mars, I'll we're talking about this. <laughs> it's like. No, but like, I do, like, I, I do think the show is really good, and I do recommend watching it. If you're looking for a new show to watch, Marge. We recommend it. The list is very long. Very, very long. Yeah, you have fun. Uh, Sanditon. Outlander. You haven't finished Sanditon? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That was the smallest note ever. Um, I watched three episodes. And then uh, it it was Christmas. And then Bridgerton came out. And then my life was you know, completely taken over uh, by that and consumed by that. And then um, I then forgot to record the last two episodes. So I still have episodes like um, four to six on my TV that I just haven't uh, watched. And then I'm missing seven and eight. (laughs) Well, you can watch those that you have and then we'll find you links to the last two. One day. How about that? <laughs> That's why, like, as soon as she said, Oh, do you want to watch Sanditon with me? I like jumped on it because I was like, This girl barely watches TV, so of course I'm going to join her on her like once a year watch of a TV. Do you even know what a TV yeah. is anymore? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, well, I feel called out. <laughs> One day I will finish Sanditon. I promise. I promise. Um, anyways. Are we moving on to my pick? Okay. So, my next pick is a book called... It's a very old book, actually. It's called Morning Glory by Laverle Spencer, I think is how you pronounce her name. I am not sure. Uh, I've never seen that name before. Um, But Morning Glory is about Ellie and Will. And Will is a ex-convict who it, it it takes takes place in 19 at least at the at the beginning of the book it's like 1941 I think yes it, it is it is um so he's an ex-convict and he just arrived to the small town he's trying to like get his life back together mm-hmm. um you know he has a new job but everyone is at um his job like the the other men um don't like him because he's a convict an ex-convict and whatever it's kind of hard for him like he's just he's never had a family he's never really had a life like he's just all his life it was just constantly being on the streets trying to you know pull his shit together um and 
Ellie is, uh, quote unquote, the um, town crazy, I think they call her. Like, the, yeah, like the town crazy. Um, just because she people don't see her because um, when she was young, she was locked, like locked away in her house and like never went out until the uh, whatever the authorities or whatever, um, you know, came and like were like she has to go to school because there was a law now for mm-hmm. ch- children to go to school and whatever. It was a whole thing. So like people never really saw her and she's kind of a recluse in that way. And okay. she lives in like a house uh, on the outskirts of town and um and yeah and and she so essentially she has two kids, two very young kids and she's pregnant with a third one and her husband just died. And, you know, her house is in need of repair and she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this with three kids. And so Mm -hmm. she puts up an ad in the city, the town, I guess it's not a city, um, asking for a husband. And Will sees the ad and he's like, well, I clearly don't have anything going for me right now. Um, So he takes up the offer and he's like, I'll become your husband. Um... And from this sort of evolves like this whole slow, slow, slow burn story where like, you know, they slowly become friends and like Will, everyone's always been afraid of him. And like, so he's he doesn't like know at first how to be around the kids and he's never really been around kids. So he's like discovering that for the first time. And like, he doesn't know how she will react because (laughs) the reason why he was um, put in prison, everyone, is because he killed a woman. So he's like, I don't know how she's gonna be around me. And like, it's it's a really beautiful story extremely slow burn um there's like world war ii in the middle of that because uh 41 i believe is when um america joined in the first uh, the second world war so it's it's like you know there's drama and it's i don't know it's it's i can't really explain this book this but it's really the kind good. of story that just builds slowly and you like you don't realize how connected you be- you you become with yeah. the story and like this little family like the kids were so goddamn cute, oh, so cute. i love men oh. around children oh it was great in this book because especially because will okay. has never really had that like the innocence of being around kids and like so he's learning that like how to speak to kids how to be around kids and like the kids are like just you know they're being kids so like it's just so adorable and like uh, and there's this whole plot at one point where um because you know she's pregnant so she's gonna give birth at some point but she refuses to go to the hospital so like (laughs) will will has to learn how to give birth and like at that point it's not even a romance yet and he's like reading like he's he's getting all these books on like how to give birth because he's so anxious about it anyways so lovely and yeah it has some good drama and angst and slow burn so if that's what you're into and you're you want like a historical romance that is not too historical because you know it's like 41 so it's not that far away uh definitely check it out definitely did what what is it called again morning glory morning glory by laverle spencer spencer yeah does she know about his past she does it's the first thing he tells her he's so polite like he's 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 aware that he scares people, but, like, 
she's such a tough like a tough woman like I really I was so surprised because this is an old book it was written in like oh I don't know like maybe late 80s or something so I didn't know what to expect from her character but I was pleasantly surprised that she was one of like you know like you know the stereotype where it's like the tough woman from the south yeah type of stereotype where like she got her shit together she's like you're gonna respect me you're gonna be polite you're when i cook dinner you're you're sat at the table like 10 minutes ahead of time clean you know not wearing a hat type of thing like yeah she's very she's very like that so i really liked her because she was kind of badass for the time okay um yeah it sounds really intriguing will just captured my heart will is just everything everything how old is he uh i want to say like 30 something okay yeah it has his like heartbreaking moments too i have to say like i'm pretty sure i cried (laughs) so really a book made you cry damn okay so that's also on my list i okay i hate these episodes because i end up putting all these books on my list and it just grows (laughs) and grows i just added the morning glory one on my yeah like i'm I'm gonna add that too (laughs) i just love it i just love it it's always the most random books too, right? Like the books yeah. that you've literally never seen before and then suddenly you're like, oh yeah, I'll pick this one up and you, you just <laughs> devour it and it's like your favorite book now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Also, I forgot, but I just want to quickly say that um, there is a movie of Morning Glory, which I haven't seen yet, but in case people are interested. I don't know if it's good, but it, there is a movie and it's really old. So it's got that feel to it. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's like on YouTube for free like the whole movie is right there so <clears throat> all right so you're talking about random books becoming your favorites now it's my turn to talk about <laughs> the spanish love deception by El- elena armas um i'm probably really mispronouncing her name but uh she was a bookstagrammer and then she ended up writing this beautiful book um and it was just so good i can't believe it's her debut book is it indie or trade? I think it might be indie. So it starts off with our character, Lena, um, who's lamenting about needing a date for her sister's wedding back home. And back home is actually Spain. Um, and so her co-worker, Aaron, overhears her and offers to be her date. Um, story is, though, uh, they are arch enemies at work and they constantly fight and bicker and hate each other at work. But do they? Do they really? um so she literally decides to take him up on his offer because she has no other options like no other prospects no other like like you know anyone around her there's no other option there's just Aaron um so they go to Spain and they start the ruse of you know fake dating but also like you know the whole fake relationship thing with her family they all think she's like dating this guy long term and like they've been together for a bit and so like they're pretending at being um a couple um and her ex is actually the best man and he also is the reason why she left Spain in the first place to move to America um so like there's a whole lot of drama surrounding that but like (laughs) this book had it all like it was funny the banter was good the sexual chemistry was oh my gosh so hot he was like like, they were the definition of grumpy sunshine. He was so, like, he was such an asshole and, like, unexcited about basically anything. And then she's, like, the opposite. She, like, finds the joy in, like, eating a granola bar. And, like, she's just, like, the funniest, cutest girl ever. And 
it's just like it's just it was such a fun book and such a fun ride and like I love the whole family dynamics as well like a healthy family portrayal being one of them in this book that I thought was really good also something I know you girls really like is like um forced proximity and like they were forced to share a bed because this idiot he's also a giant so he was trying to prove to her that he could fit on a small ass bed and then she's like okay go let's see and then he does it and he breaks the bed it was great um yeah I just like I love it if you want to like a light book with good characters and really great writing and just the right amount of angst this book like honestly is for you but I will say it is only told in the female perspective so I remember we were talking about it earlier, but honestly, this book was just really good and I highly recommend it to anyone that wants a cute, like, romance. I feel like we have a theme this week of, like, books that make you travel <laughs> yeah. and families yeah. in books. So that's fun because it's two, it's, it's two things that I really like yeah. in, in romance, like having a huge family either that's absolutely chaotic or a really close-knit family and then books that make you travel that are not all set in uh the united states and then like either new york or yeah. california you know yeah. there are other places no honestly <laughs> yeah which is and fun. i really appreciated that this book was like it actually portrayed spanish family customs and like just families in general and mm -hmm. like i don't know i just thought it was such a sweet book like i fell in love with her grandma and like it was just like such a good book and i just want to say like aaron was so hot the male lead oh my gosh like, I honestly, like... Is he, like, a gentle giant or, like, a giant... He has, like, many mean. different sides. Like, sometimes he's an asshole, but, like, he doesn't mean to be an asshole, but, like, it just comes off that way. But, like, he honestly... I think he's more or less the gentle giant. Because, like, he's such a good person. Like, inside, deep down, yeah, he's a gentle he, giant. So but so good. I don't, yeah. don't want to spoil anything, but... The author even quoted One Tree Hill. And I was like, I'm done. I'm gone. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Plus, it's a blogger, yeah. which is really so cool. highly recommend this book. Um, so I'm gonna mention a book that I'm cur currently reading, okay? Which is The Land of the Beautiful Dead. Ooh, by yes. Finally, it's a it's a big. Oh, we've been eyeing that book, book for forever. Yeah, and she's finally reading it. Finally reading it. Um, I'm not that far into it. I want to say that I'm probably <laughs> like four. The five. book is a. Thick ass book, so like a million pages. <laughs> you're right? not that far into it, is yeah, <laughs> close. Um, <laughs> um, it's. I think I'm like maybe four or five chapters into it. Um, okay, but it's one of those books where you have to like give it your like your full attention. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like it's gonna mm -hmm. take me a couple months maybe to finish it. Um, oh. Because it's it feels like it's it's a little oh, heavy, okay. like on the yeah. I've heard that yeah. The and it's complex and it's kind of gruesome and but so far what i've read i really liked i really enjoyed it and i'm really intrigued to continue on you know um, i've heard it's like the the male lead is it's definitely a you gotta learn to love him really? because at first he's like very harsh like it's, yeah. he's not trying to make you love him type yeah. of thing so it's definitely like I guess like you could say a redemption story though I don't know if he's ever fully redeemed I, I I've only heard that he's he's difficult to love yeah but you eventually love him despite yourself is he's that kind of hero yeah so. I love how that's what intrigues me 
So what's the general premise of the story? So basically, it kind of has like a post-apocalyptic feel to it because he comes to this, he comes to, I guess, Earth or I don't know what he a is. Version of Earth. Like a version of Earth and he kind of like uh, takes over. Um, but I feel like there's, when he talks, like there's more to him. Like there's more to mm. than what the humans see and have witnessed and have experienced. Like there's more to it, you know? Um, kind of like there's two sides to every story. Yeah. Um, so it has like a post-apocalyptic feel. There's like a bunch of like zombie-like eaters. They're called eaters. Um, and then there's like a bunch of dead people uh, living, like kind of living among the living. So are the zombies like zombies that we know or are they like, are they ravenous? Like I'm going to eat your brain type of zombie or... Do they have some sort of like intellectual ability? Well, they're kind. They're kind of. They're really dumb, but they they will attack. I guess if kind of provoked, but they're easily killed. Would you say it's um, similar at all to? Uh, it, oh, sorry, in any way to uh, the force, the four horsemen? It kind of has that feel. Oh. A little because let me just read you the first sentence of the blurb, which was what yeah. had me like, oh, okay. It says. <laughs> She would dare anything to save the world from his rule, even his bed. And that's how it, that's how it starts. Like she goes and travels to kind of have like a, a what is what is it called? Like a meeting with him. So it's An like audience. she's trying to save the world. So she, so she sacrifices herself. Mm -hmm. But what but, about her is special? Like, why does she think she you know, is the only one that can do that. That's really intriguing to me. She'll make him fall in love. That's what's special about him. Uh, about her. <laughs> She'll be the one. So you're enjoying it. Cool. We'll, yeah. we'll wait for your report in uh, like four months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we'll have an episode called S Reports Back. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that essay <laughs> she was supposed to give us about loving, was it Lockwing? Oh my God. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Okay. <laughs> you guys will get sure. it by the time sure. we finish the series. All right. I'm holding you to it. I am too. I am waiting for that essay. We will publish it. Yeah. No, we won't. On Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> we will not. Make money off of it. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people want to know. I'm not putting you on the spot. And I'm not at all, you know. Yeah, you are. Hating on you right now. I just like. I think a lot of people want to know why why Lock Lane is one of your top. Um, so I think this essay will um, be important. Will start a movement. Will you know raise questions? Maybe it will change our mind. You know, like why does S love him so much? Maybe it will change our mind. Exactly. It's only for <laughs> like you know your side of things to come out. <laughs> I'm just thinking of one of those like YouTube videos where it's like time to tell my story or like breaking my silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the vibe that's I'm getting here. <laughs> and no one can dare ask you the question as were you silent or were you silent? Oh, we oh, silenced. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna have a story time on TikTok. Watch. In like ten parts. Yes, and the, it's like every every part finishes on a cliffhanger, but then like almost telling you something, but not telling you, so that you watch the next part. Yeah, <laughs> those are the worst, man. They are. 
Oh my god. Anyways, um, are we moving on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, from one devil to the next, I guess, sort of, not really. Um, my next book is Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie, and I'm gonna butcher this name, Maniscalco? Maniscalco? Sorry if I really butchered that. I have no idea how to pronounce this name. Um, anyway, Kingdom of the Wicked is a YA fantasy novel set in Sicily. Is that how you pronounce that? Mm -hmm. Sicily? Um, in like approximately somewhere in the 1800s. It doesn't really specify the time period, but that's kind of where it's at. Uh, and it's about Emilia who um, her twin sister got murdered. <laughs> Why are you laughing? And... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. So her twin sister is murdered, and um, Amelia gets it into her head that um, it's up to her to figure out who the heck murdered her sister. Mm -hmm. um, and so to do so, um, she tries summoning a demon, but what she thinks she's summoning is like a low-key demon like you know a small creature that will you know help her figure out what the hell happened yeah. because she knew that her sister was sort of playing with summoning at the time so she's trying to summon someone to know if her sister summoned anyone and if someone from the beyond i guess you would say from hell uh you know killed her or whatnot mm -hmm. um what she doesn't know and realizes quickly enough is that she does not actually summon a Loki demon. She summons one of the eight or seven princes of hell, <gasps> whose name is Wrath. So you know, Wrath, Greed. You know that. Yes, yes. That that, that whole thing. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Because of how he's summoned, they're kind of stuck together. <laughs> uh, it's very you know the the taming demons for beginner book uh, sorry episode just released it's very similar like i was getting say the same vibes <clears throat> not obviously we don't get a, a cute little murder baby who loves cookies in this book <laughs> but it's the same concept of like someone summoning someone sort of by mistake yeah. and then they're stuck together and then they kind of have to figure out like how to undo it type of thing um anyways I really enjoyed this book. Um, I will, you know, be honest and say that uh, it's not the best book I've ever read, but it had me very intrigued. It had me very entertained. It's a little bit dark, but not too dark. She's, oh, I forgot to say she's a witch. She's a witch. So there's like witchery <laughs> in the book. Um, but it's very entertaining. And the romance is, um, it promises to be very steamy in the next few books, but it was definitely uh trying to be steamy in this one it's kind of one of those books where you can tell that the author wanted to take it there yeah. but wasn't sure if she could but then uh i'm pretty sure she uh you know confirmed that the second book would have smut so oh she's gonna take it okay there. that's really uh, is it considered a young adult book I think it's considered young adult, young adult. Yeah. yeah but she's but gonna have smut it's not young adult as huh but she's gonna have smut then in book two? She is. She she said she would. So, like, kind of smut in the sense of, like, Akamath, I guess. Some people still consider Akamath young adult, even though it has smut. Okay. So, anyway, I'm excited for that. And Wrath is just so hot. Oh, my God. Have you seen the art? The I've seen art? many. Uh, mm -hmm. Many an art. Oh, 
<laughs> Raph, ladies and gents. He has he has sort of golden tattoos of like a snake going down his arm and he's got like those golden yellow eyes and that smolder and dark dark hair now it just sounds like you're describing a cullen (laughs) (laughs) like golden what is it yellow what do you say golden dark eyes and i'm like his golden eyes? I mean, Edward Cullen? His golden eyes. I've read, it's such a weird eye color. And then recently I've read so many books that the hero had golden eyes. I was <laughs> like, is this like the Cullen? The Cullens are making a comeback? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, it's good. It's good. I recommend it. I recommend it. Okay. That's been um, on my yeah. list. But I think I kind of want to wait until the second book comes out. Because I feel like for me, I tend to forget what happens in the first book. By the time the second book comes out. So, yeah, that's what I'm probably going to do. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how she will keep this story going. Not because there isn't anything to go Mm. off of. Like, the book definitely ends on a cliffhanger that makes you go, oh, 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 shit. Uh, But I'm just curious. Because I've heard that this author, like, um, her other series, I think it was called Stalking Jack the Ripper. Yes. I believe, which I'm also interested in. But I've heard that um, she doesn't do great with like sequels. So I'm interested to see how this one pans out and if it pans out at all. Do you know how many books will be in the series? No idea. No idea. But it's coming out soon, like October, I think, which is. (laughs) That's like months from now. I mean, the first one, it feels like it just came out. So, okay, yeah, I don't know. And it's called Kingdom of the Cursed, in case you're interested. Um, The second one is called. Anywho. Right. Well, the last on my list um, is actually a movie. And mm. it's called Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes, it's the l- latest Disney movie. But Oh, my God. I'm tuning out. You're so <laughs> rude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm listening, so continue. You're not lucky I listened to you talk for like 10,000 minutes. I'm listening. Okay, anyways, tune out then. Go take another pee break. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah. Um, it's just like it was such a good movie. Like it was honestly so good. So like it's about like this girl named Raya who um, is tasked with saving the world <laughs> in a sense. So like basically there was a stone that like had driven away the darkness or whatever years and years ago and her family was tasked with protecting it. But then things happened and other tribes and clans came and the stone broke into like five different pieces or whatever. And then the darkness returned. And <clears throat> what happens when the darkness touches you, you turn to stone. And basically um, I think six, I don't know how many years passed by, but like, Literally, the world is basically dead. Um, so she is um, on this journey to find the last dragon to, you know, later on bring the, all the pieces of the stones together to drive away the darkness again. But, like, this, like, I don't know, man. This movie, like, really touched me. Like, I ended up crying at parts. And I think it was more, like, how, her, like, she formed, like, I don't know, like, unlikely allies and like alliances like these people that ended up becoming her found family and like she had like found a place in this world and it's just like I don't know like everyone from different like different clans so they're all at war basically and it's just like how you how they come together to like 
make the world a better place and it's like the messages of this movie was like they were just amazing and how like you know like we need to trust each other and be united that like we need to embrace our differences or else like it'll destroy us and it's like the messages were so good and had me crying and also this movie was hella gay and like I was shipping the heck out of Raya and Namari which is like her arch nemesis I've heard that I've heard yeah and it's like I'm like I'm amazed that Disney they kind of did it but kind of didn't like you honestly, you would, watching the movie, you would know that they had something going on. Like, even as children, like, she had, like, the iconic, you know, hair behind the ear. Like, it was just, like, Raya and Omari, their sexual tension was so good. Well, it's it's good they took it there. Because Disney never does. Yeah. Or hasn't yet, I believe. Yeah. Right? So. This is the first. So, good for them. Yeah. And, like, they had the whole, like, childhood friends to, like, enemies to allies, to friends again, probably romantic, you know, pairings. Like, it just, like, it was so good. It was, and the music was so good. Just the movie overall was just surprisingly really good. Yeah. And I just want to say that I'm glad I haven't seen the movie, but, um, and I probably never will because <laughs> me and Disney, mm, <laughs> Um, but I'm glad that this is, you know, that this is Kelly Mary Trent. Yeah. You know, another thing about Disney is their sequel trilogy of Star Wars, which I do not want to get into. But unfortunately, something that is very sad that happened was that Kelly Kelly Mary Tran was bullied by some of the Star Wars fans. And so, I mean, it was horrible, like racist comments left and right. Uh, It was really horrible. So I'm glad that she has this new thing. of you know that she's like the center of Mm -hmm. and you know it's doing great so i'm really happy for her actually and it's doing really well and i just love like the message basically says like be yourself and just accept people's differences because that's what makes us all amazing and yeah this movie was so good so yeah highly recommend if you're a disney fan even if you're not a disney fan like marge i still think it's a really good film like it honestly just felt like an animated action film um, for my next thing on my list, it's actually just going to be so you girls can hold me accountable because sometimes oh. I don't finish, I don't finish series. Okay. Um, and I really want to finish these two series this year. Like okay. I really, really do. I have to. It's the Thorn Chapel series by Sierra Simone. Mm-hmm. I read the first two books. I haven't read the last two books. <laughs> so, and I have okay. the whole series. I have the whole, like the whole paperback and mm-hmm. I just... I haven't been able to finish them. Um, and then the second series is the Green Creek series by T.J. Clone. Yeah, again, okay. <laughs> such a good series. I read the first two books. I haven't read the last two. Is this the Wolf so, song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the series or? Yeah. It's a series. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Does that author write sex scenes? Because I remember you talking about one of the books on, I think, the previous Catch Up and Chill or yeah. Best of 2020. Yeah. TJ no, Clone? it was yeah. the Catch Up and Chill House on the Cerulean Sea. Yeah. But that one's more, it was more like young adult. Is, is that it, was, was, it that was adult? different. It wasn't young adult, actually. It was adult, but it wasn't adult, like adult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like. It's just like fiction. Yeah. So I, I, there was one, there's one sex scene in Wolf Song. Okay. And it's like very like at the end. And then for the yeah. second book, there's 
Kind of like Mariana Zapata, like, type of thing, where the sex happens at, like, 98%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, the payoff is so. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it's hot, though, his sex scenes. Really? Okay. I remember that scene. I mean, you've been waiting for it for 600 pages. Yeah. Wait, has been so Anything is hot at that point. <laughs> You're like, I just need to let off some steam. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we'll we'll that will be part of your uh, New Year's resolution in March. No, but that will be part of her her when she needs to report back in like four months. We'll be like, so as have you read these books that you said you were gonna read or not? Because time is flying on her TikTok tell all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. breaking my silence. All right, (laughs) (laughs) that's not gonna happen. Just letting you guys know. And if, if you need my... me to be, like, um, in the back, I'll just be like, so as, were you silent or were you silenced by us? We'll have this whole thing where you interview me. And... I, I could do it, man. Ooh. I could literally look the part. I could be your Oprah. <laughs> I feel like those are tall shoes. No, I know. I can't even. I When I said it, I was like, nope, I can't. Can sh- surely not be Oprah. Never, ever. Um. So the last book on my list is called Dancing on Coals by Ellen o- O'Connell. Um. And it's the story of. So first of all, it was my first ever um First Nation romance. Oh, okay. Uh. Well, it wasn't First Nation actually. I'm Canadian, so <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> it was a uh, Native American romance mm-hmm. uh, set in the late 1800s. Um, so it's historical. And it's the story of, so essentially Catherine is going on like a tour of the country, I guess. People did that back yeah. then, like seeing the West because they're from the East or something. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Um, so she's on like a coach and on her way back and they, um, you know, with a bunch of strangers and um, they get attacked by um, the equivalent of like highwaymen. Oh. But like American. Uh, but, uh, you know, and like the people are killed and she manages to escape and hide, but she's still like not far away. And then the highwaymen, which that's not how they're called. I'm just, I don't know what the word is. Um get attacked in turn by a, a, um, a group of Apache that arrive. And one of them is like a younger man who finds Catherine hiding. And instead of killing her, he's like, I'll make you my wife. <laughs> so, so they leave and um, the younger guy has an older brother called, and again, I'm going to butcher this name. This is just, you know... <laughs> butchering all the names <laughs> i think it's like gayton 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 how do you pronounce that name g-e-a-t-a-n gayton 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 seems sounds about right him <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <the> hero <laughs> um so he has an older brother who is you know the silent type the type that we love he's a little mean he's a lot mean actually he's very mean <laughs> and uh he hates her uh, because they have a whole history of, of obviously being sent to um, him and his little brother were sent to um, school. residential schools? Yes. And uh, obviously, like, the older brother, the little brother is kind of like, he's not 
as traumatized by it, but the older brother really was. Um, And so he hates her on principle with reason. And um, anyway, he doesn't want his little brother to marry her, but he's like, whatever, you know, I can't force him not to. Uh, but on their way back, uh, the little brother actually dies. Oh, no. And he, oh, he forces his older brother to take care of Catherine. Why the heck do I want to read can... this right now? <laughs> until he delivers her um, to, like, one of the nearest city or whatnot. Um, to let her go? So, yeah. Okay. So they're stuck together and, like, Gaten, whatever his name is... <laughs> He's he hates her, right? So he's like he's like the very very mean hero who slowly right. turns off. Adding this right now. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really good. Anyway, so, my standards so, for yeah, bookmen, I I'm in shock. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, it's very good. Um. There's a lot of twists and tur- turns. I mean, not really twists, but like you know, it's like they're constantly in danger type of book like they're they're moving towards a place and like they're being attacked left and right and anyway it's uh it's uh it's fun it's uh it's the heat level is probably like a three out of five like it's not the you know steamy most graphic book i've ever read but you know it delivers on what you need and if you like a hero who is very mean in the beginning to the point where you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why do we like a mean? I don't know, I don't man. Know. It's actually a weakness of mine. As soon as she said that he was mean and so mean at times, I was like, okay, going to Goodreads yeah. and I'm currently on it right now. And like she literally suffers because of it. And it's, I don't know why I'm into it, but I am into right? it. So. Um, so you said the steam level, like. It's like a three. Okay. But do five. they like it's- have sex on page? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do. It's just like it's not like as graphic and as sexy yeah. as like you know, okay. erotic romance, but right, it's there. That's fine. There. I I honestly yeah. The read only it. thing I will say about this book is I wasn't fond of the ending, but that's kind of it was a good ending. Like it was ends happily and everything, so like don't worry about mm-hmm. that. But just a question of preferences, I was like, hmm. But it would be like a good discussion. Okay. Like the ending would make for a good discussion, I think, of like what do you think of the choices that the characters make in the end type okay. of thing. Okay. Um, all right. So this is it for this episode of Romancing the Monsters. Um, I hope you, you know, added a couple books to your TPR. Not that that's, uh, you know, what we want to do in life, but, you know, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> so um, it was a very long one. So if you made it to the end, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, you can find us on social media at um romancing the monsters podcast on instagram as well as the rtm pod on twitter we also have a tiktok now uh, which is romancing the monsters pod so you can go and check us out on there seth has been doing some great content over there (laughs) recommending books um i think she's great uh you can also find me at foes and lovers on both twitter and instagram and you can find me as on both um, Instagram and Twitter at but this book, and you can find me Seth on both Instagram and Twitter at Pros with Rose. And <laughs> um, if you liked this episode or any episode previous to this, or you know you just like hearing us talk about literally nothing for two hours straight, please feel free to leave us a review or a like, or just send us a comment on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Just 
any positive words, any any review, any anything, you know, just send it our way. Literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> we would really appreciate it. Anyways, see you next week for, oh, by the way, see you next week for our um, first episode on A Court of Silver Flames. There will be two episodes, one next week, one the week, the week after that. So, yeah, we hope we'll see you there. Bye. 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 Thank you.